This podcast is rated MA15+. plus. Anyone below that or can't go into a server and buy a skin mag should not listen any further. Well, in real estate terms, it means you're getting paid, baby. Well, gentlemen, we've travelled down the highway again. We've made it all the way to the brand new Jewel building uh, between Broadbeach and the Gold, uh, Surface Paradise to sit down with a very special guest. Probably after last week's episode, he's the number one agent we've clearly had on. Yeah. <laughs> Shane, you'd, you'd imagine he's had on the podcast. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. He was, uh, he was good last week. He, Justin was good. I think yeah. this week this episode is going to be a hell of a lot bloody better, mate. But uh, before we get into who it is, it's in a lot better spot. Oh, mate, Jules, beautiful. If yeah. you haven't been down here, Langham's open. I've been there for the last three hours drinking beer. It's could be a bit looser than normal. Mate, this I podcast. Don't know. <laughs> we, we I need some. Really, I need some blue cushions. I'm thinking of uh, pilfering a few of them on the way oh, out. Cheers, Josh. Thanks yeah. for that. Anyway, I think I'm going to steal one of those. Goes with the decor of my house, mate. Before we bring Josh in, how you been? How's your week been? Been really good, mate. Flying high. Are you? Yep. Start of the week, where am I going to get my next listing from? We had to, today, we've now got three this week, so we're at six for the month. Oh, what a Hold hero. your applause. What a hero. I even, I even beat one of those desperados where he's like, he's flat com of 5K. I don't even know how he survives. You know who it is. Yeah. And I, she, she's like, oh, the only reason we got him out is because obviously he's cheaper, but uh, he sold us the house and we liked the way he did it. And I said to her, you paid five seventy seven for this place. Would you have would you have paid more than that? And she goes, Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. We we would have we, we would have paid more, but you know, and I'm like, Well, he's obviously good to buy through, but you wouldn't sell through him. So here we are. Oh, hey. <laughs> Write script, that down. Scripts and dialogues. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> well, you know, we're talking about 5K and 10K commissions here. On that I'm, note. I'm charging, I'm charging 14 or something. He was charging five. <laughs> Make no mistake, Shane here has done it. With, with that in mind... Don't spend it all at once, mate. That's all I can say. <laughs> you just heard his voice. Let's bring in, guys. Uh, big welcome to uh, Josh Soinova. I never know how to pronounce his last name. Welcome, mate. How you doing? Yeah, very well, mate. I, I think if you if I'm the number one agent that you've had on your podcast, mate, I think you guys are definitely scraping the bottom of the barrel. But uh, no, I appreciate you having me on. It would be good to have a bit of a yarn with you two boys and... Uh, very proud of your work. So, we're, we're, thank you. Thank appreciate you for it. getting us down here, buddy. We're, um, we're starting at the bottom of the barrel, and yeah. we're going to slowly work our way up. But you, you're laying the platform. Well, mate, someone's <laughs> got to lay the foundations. You know, <laughs> someone's right. got to lead by example and give you guys a bit of hope out there in oh, the no. uh, out there in the boondocks. Where do you work in uh, Upper Coomera, Coomera, Helensvale? You know, yeah. actually, quite a good market at the moment. I must say, you yeah. guys are actually doing quite well. Average sale price has gone up to around that, inching towards a million, you know, million dollar ages, yeah. we could say yeah. so. Yeah, my average, my average sale price on REA, $550, you'd be impressed by. That's gone up from about $350. Wow, Please. wow. Josh, so, oh, my up. probably That's still. usually what we take as deposits on our houses, <laughs> but, um, but five, $550, that's, mate, that's... That's cute, uh, Shane, that's cute. <laughs> Like when someone can't put an offer in, like, is that your deposit amount? You know, like, yeah, but... Um, Seeing you brought that up, Josh, uh, we had Blair. Uh, Blair, firstly, how are you, mate? You good? You're yeah. in as well? Yeah, doing fantastic. Thanks for bringing me along, guys. We had Blair do a little bit of research on you, Josh. And before we get get around to how we first met... What, my uh, criminal history or my real estate history? Real estate. Oh, good, mate, okay. We're just stick with real estate on this one. Good, good. Mate, you have an average sale price of $2.3 Oh, wow. This year. There you go. And with the average, which we won't mention the average com- uh, uh, the, the commission rate on the Gold Coast... Uh, we think it's official. You're a million dollar rider. You're a million dollar GCI rider. So could could be heading up there. Wait, Let's say pride becomes for a fall. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah. Wow, what a man. 
your average marketing is probably more than uh, what that bloke was getting for commission at the Shane come up against. Just slightly, <laughs> just slightly. But, uh, you know, he's out there doing his best, obviously, trying to he's feed the kids. There. He's and, out uh, there doing volume at an extremely low price. <laughs> you know, Red Roost is not KFC, is it? I don't know if that no, even it's sounds not. good. Well, like KFC, KFC, <laughs> I actually had KFC last night. And yeah. uh, you know what? They're, You're they're a man saying, of the people. I'm a man of the people. You know, down, I was actually down, I'd, I'd go to Officeworks last night to pick up a new office chair and pick up a few bits and pieces. And... Uh, you know, my partner Shamila, she uh, she said, "Let's stop in at KFC on the way home." I had no hesitation in in, in doing a, a, a U-bolt and and going back there to Southport, and uh, it was quite the scene, you know. And uh, but one thing I can say is that uh, the seventy thirty ratio with the cabbage to lettuce, with the shortage at the oh, moment, sick. it was just full of cabbage. Yeah, you know, it was more of a crunch burger than a chicken burger. But yeah, it's not. Um, it was enjoyable. Yeah. Does does the Ferrari get over the KFC drive-through speed bumps though? Look, I've had to replace a few bumpers. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> it's the first world problems. You know, like the bloke doing five k. You know, that's what yeah. a bumper is on the Ferrari these Man, days. An ultimate right. box is you know if you want one, <laughs> they're pretty expensive. You're going to give up a bumper. They've gone up. They've and they've gone up in price. The ultimate box. I go to um, KFC at any cost. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, I used to work at KFC. I still, I still do now part time just to make ends meet. <laughs> um, but, I, can, um, I can, I can, see you still, you, you're still scarred I'm by go, the experience, obviously. I'm, yeah, I'm going back there after a year. I've got to be at shift at five, working through at eleven thirty. What's almost like some escapism when you go back there? You know, like I'm back in my habitat. I've got clothes, you know, I've got a clothes to place. So. Before that, um, well, we everyone saw the the video a few weeks ago of you in the camp shop selling yeah, tents. Yeah, that was after that the was, Kentucky think, fraud. Is that our, officially our highest viewed? Video. People loved Shane it. plugging. People loved Shane's description of the tent and just the detail he went into, the charisma of his. Well, set. that's had that's had 10k down the 10k watches on YouTube. Yeah, Josh has been at his own private island, so he probably has been offline. But I, I certainly encourage you to jump online. No, I actually did watch that video, and I thought, you know what, well, it it is a direct correlation to real estate because, you know what what we do for work, it's it is all about selling the vision and selling. You know a lot of specific um, different um, parts of the home, and, and I guess displaying that to the buyer to give them a bit of foresight and vision of what they could do, and I guess displaying to an owner how we, you know, how we do pitch in this business. And if you're not giving them a clear plan and direction, I I think we're failing. But well, that, your right. video was a huge success, and that's why you've had 10k views. Look, the bad tents are kept inside, guys. These Fucking ones are hell, outside Josh, full you time. <laughs> You just had a lot of credit for that video. Everyone's been riffing. Oh, I was actually when I spoke to Shane last week, and uh, <laughs> I was actually I'd actually watched his video. There's very few videos I watch online that I actually watched the full. I think it was four or five minutes long, yeah. but oh, yeah, he caught me with the long. you know with the hair and just the way that he brushed the tent with his hand, and oh, yeah. it was <laughs> it, like it had quite a connection to it. You could see that Mate, you were so emotionally that attached. That account in the fabric, I can still feel it to this day. That <laughs> was three years of feeling that. Trust me, I could I feel could this set, and then feel the cheaper version. Yeah, and every day of the week. Well, it'd be like sleeping on a on a cotton sheet or a, or a tarp, oh. essentially. The worst thing was is you'd sell them on the really good one, and then you'd go, "All right, well, I'll go and grab one in the trolley, lock the sale up, get down to the get down there. None left. I'd already sold them all. That was the worst. Oh, we don't have any, but let me talk to you about the other one again. So it is, does have the thin account, but it won't. It still won't leak. Yeah. So check your check your stock if you're working in retail. Um, uh. Well, Joshy, we first met. Um, I mean, you were a hired gun. You were you come in swooping into the office. I think uh, Shane, our boss, hired you to, or you probably put a pitch to him, knowing you, mate. You um, he wouldn't have reached out. To, you would have reached out to him with a, a deal he could not refuse. Where you'd come into our office, call all our data, 
I think you were knocking over on average 175 calls around those numbers a day. Uh, all our ex-old appraisals, owners haven't been contacted just saying, hey, we've got the people that need you need to speak to. If you want information, give us a call or you, can we send someone and, out? And to his credit, he hasn't kept a black book of everyone that said they were going to sell. He didn't keep any of those addresses from up there. Well, I knew that that wasn't going to be where I was going <laughs> to entrench myself when I got, eventually got back into real estate. I thought, I'm not going to be putting my stumps in the ground out here so you guys can have your data and keep it. God, you're a good guy. <laughs> oh, I, no, I, mate, I still get people. some leads from it. Still get yeah. some leads from it. So I, I thank you. I'm still uh, profiting from all your hard work. Right. Mate, a little bit about yourself, though. Before we met on the Gold Coast three or four years ago, what, three years ago? Mm. Three years, yeah, it would be about three, yeah, three and a half years ago, yeah. You were yeah. in the industry further south? Yeah, yeah, I was down in Sydney. So I, I, I went down there at, uh, in 2011 at the uh, age of 21 bit wet behind the ears and um, got a job with some industry leaders down there and worked for number one Ray White agent for a period of time and number one agent for McGrath and, and, and really cut my teeth working in a very high performance team and uh, you know, our average sale price down there at the time was about two mil, two to three mil and you know dealing with a lot of high profile people, bankers, uh, lawyers, barristers and that calibre of person. Celebrity. I Celebrity? No celebrities, actually. No, no, just a lot of uh, a lot of businessmen that were extremely short with you and, and didn't appreciate your time. No, I'm joking. They all did, um, you know. But I guess that's really where I cut my teeth down there, and I think that's where I developed a bit of a skill set in in doing large volumes of, of phone calls and coming back up here. It, it was a it was a bit of a no brainer at the time to sort of get a bit of a gauge on the market and 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 to follow on from what I was doing down there because I was doing what I what I what you just explained for, for a business down there for 15 agents and it worked really well. I could see the value it added to their business and I really thought something could have come of it. Um, but just driving driving the car myself and I guess the volume I was going through, the you know, six to eight months into it back here, I, I knew that it wasn't yeah. really going to last the distance because it, it, it's taxing work. Yeah, especially when you're making all those phone calls because I was thinking... Were you with us when Josh was in yeah, the office? Yeah. He, was, yeah. he was fucking relentless. I'm like, why doesn't this guy just do it himself? You know, now you are. Now I am. And, you know, but it was dealing with the agents, you know, like walking into the office and saying... He was doing like 170 phone calls and I was like, my God, imagine if he did this for himself, he'd be a weapon. And but I felt underappreciated, you know. I had to walk in the office and face you two for starters. Yeah. And I mean, everyone two, else there. And, you two know. giant figures of the industry on the Well, I, I felt threatened, I know. you know, and... I felt that, and that's why I took you under your wing. I mean, I was—you were driving a, an Audi at the time, and uh, I said, "Do you want to go in the Focus?" You said, "No, I'll drive." <laughs> well, mate, I opened, up your, I opened up your car door and, and all that fell out was Macca's, KFC and Red Rooster. And I thought, mate, I'm not getting in that. I mean, I've got leather shoes on that have just been yeah, polished, mate. Like, oh, you were the most well-dressed man on the northern end of the Gulf. And all coast. I was doing was, was prospecting for you. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, look uh, at the state of me. I, you know. hey, I, I think you're well-dressed, mate. Down, in the, down here, we, you know, we, we wear clothes too. Yeah, <laughs> just, right. just different threading. Just yeah. different thread count like your yeah, tents. different thread count. Yeah. 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 Um, Joshy, the... the um, what you were doing for us up on the northern Gold Coast, which is, you know, we, we're not going to make any excuses. It is entry-level buying. It's probably the bottom of the market on the Gold Coast for price point for houses and units and whatever. With what you're doing down here and obviously the higher-end market and every sale of 2.3 mil we've just discussed, is it very similar? Is the correlation similar in regards to how you get on the phones? Do you speak to these type of people differently? Do you engage with them differently? Obviously, you have to dress and maybe suit their level, I'd imagine, a little bit differently. But I mean, you're a knock-around black. I've seen you, as I said earlier, before off-air. We've been well, at the casino I'm, at Stupid O'Clock. I think they're expecting so. you to turn up looking nice. 
Like, I'm sponsored by Kmart and Connor today, but I'm assuming, you know... What are you in YD then, are you, Robbie? Uh, I don't know, whatever whatever my missus... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not an idiot. Uh, but is it is it the same... You've got a personality, you know, I, I call you the chameleon. You can I can put you in O'Pylon, I can put you in, obviously, you know, Mermaid, the, the higher-end properties down here, and you just fit in. No matter where you are, we just had three people in the lift from all different varying age groups, and by the time they left, they all wanted your number. So <laughs> they're all blokes, mind you. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely <laughs> they definitely were. Uh, so uh, the prospecting side of things is it the same? Same, same. Yeah, look, I, you know, even down in Sydney, and I'll, and I'll and I'll take it back to there where it all started. You know, where you speak to a lot of these, you know, I guess you'd call them high net worth individuals. They're earning more than you and I. Put it that way, um, and. It, it is pretty much the same, to be honest. You know, I think everybody wants to be listened to. And I think if you've got some value to, to add to somebody's life and they can sense that in a genuine way on the phone, I think you will connect with, with everyone quite easily. Mm. And even when I worked with you guys out there for a period of time, you know, this industry, I, I think we've sort of lost sight that we're here for the community. And I don't say that in a laughing matter, like we are, you know, like... It's not a you cliche. Know, like, like a pharmacist, they're a community pharmacist, you know. Like if you've been going to the same pharmacy for a long time, you get to know them. And yeah. and um, I think it's quite similar for a real estate agent. Like if you entrench your, your, yourself in a, you know, whether it be Coomer up or Coomer Pimpama, I mean, I personally, you know, that's not somewhere where I, I generally drive out to, but I do appreciate the the area and what they've created out there. I think they've... They um, they've forged quite a path out there in Coomer Waters and, 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 and the estate that there's, they've developed. There's some pretty, you know, so there's some... One, over a million now. Well, Easy. we just don't get the headlines that you guys get up there. You know, like you know, man walking to a home and 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 unfortunately was was deceased three, five minutes later. Yeah. You know, down here it's more. You know, the car got stolen from out the front, but you know, my five year old son left the key in the car. So yeah, it's a little bit different. But you know, yeah, the, the cars <laughs> we hear about that are being stolen and dumped in our neck of the woods. <laughs> yes. Are, yeah. are coming the from down ground. here. Oh yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. You're not stealing. You're not stealing someone's Mazda from Pimpamara, are you? No. Well, I don't think they want the masses, you're coming, mate. No, I mean, you're coming down here as a 14-year-old from North Brisbane, getting on the tram, stealing your car, and then going and doing a burnout. Oh, that's exactly imagine. what they're doing. Well, they're <laughs> either they doing a burnout or, or, or burning it out, yeah. you know? They're either burnout or, 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 or burning the thing out at the moment. It's, uh, it's quite a travesty, really. Around, especially in Broadbeach Waters at the moment. It's, it's, um, it's happening quite, quite oftenly. Actually, there was a, a colleague of mine that actually had it happen to her during the week. So... Mm. Um, but, you know, getting back to Poor what you... bastards, you think they've got it all. But, you know, at the end of the day, these things, you know, they're getting targeted. Well, with the amount of money that, you know, some people earn, mate, I think, you know, that she was probably glad the car got stolen. She probably got paid out more than what she paid oh, for it. Oh, happy days. Mine, yeah. you could have well, I leave my, key, my car key on the roof all the time, but, that, you know, it's almost like that's an easy one. Or we want a hard one. We want to bust the window and, yeah. you know, do something yeah. out of bad boy Try fuel or something. Try the one next door. You what, know? Are, what are you driving? I've still got the same car, actually. Yeah, I've still got the S3, yeah. Hey, this, yeah. is a, this is the sort of battler yeah. that we want on. He parks at one street away when he goes to appraisals, though, and yeah. he just walks in. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I, at least I turn off. I've got four tyres that are the same brand. <laughs> yeah. Some of my competitors turn yeah. up, they've got a Bridgestone, they've got a Dunlop, and then they've got some Maverick on the back. And, like, yeah. you can always tell a real estate when he's not doing well when he's got four different tyres on his car. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, one of them just popped. One's mate, low, one's I'm, going to, I'm going to Brandingham's budget tyres up in Southport, mate. Yeah. I've got a Pirelli and I've got a P0 on the front. Please tell me you've got one of each yeah. so I can have at least, a, you know, like a, a double. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, like, just 
buy three, get one free. Most yeah, places exactly there. right. Just do that. And most places got afterpay now, zip pay. Oh. You know, so there's no excuses for, for agents out there that are, that are just starting off in the industry. I'll, you know, like we, we all start somewhere. That is true. <laughs> Mate, is um, before I told a few people that, that know you, that have worked with you, obviously over the five, six offices that we had, Shay and Pass and a few other guys there, and I spoke to a few of the property managers, and they said to me, we'd like to know the type of calibre of a person Josh deals with. And as an example, they've given me a story um, of, of someone that they had to deal with earlier this week. It's, a, it's an owner of a property. <laughs> I'm posting and, myself. And there's an issue with uh, the tenants approached with an issue with the toilet. And this is, this is the reply that we received. Email uh, or text. On email. Or? Yeah, on email from, from said owner of property. Okay. Hi, we won't mention the name. Please go ahead, call the plumber. But I want to know what caused the blockage. I have toilet not flushing problems all the time. The reason is my poop, stool, feces are always too dry, long and large in quantity. I also have constipation problems. If the blockage is caused by the same problem, then I don't think it is fair that I get to get the plumber to unblock it each time. We will pay for the plumber this time. I unblock my toilet by pumping and sucking with a plunger. I will approve the supply of one which is not too expensive and ask the plumber to show tenant what to do. Let me know if the problem is the same as mine and I can explain exactly what to do. Please go ahead with the plumber. Firstly, I think that person who wrote the name on these some medical assistants. You know, <laughs> if, they've got that, if they've got that much happening down in their bowels, I think you know, they say the stomach's a second brain. Wow, we'll that is a roller coaster. Or something. Josh, with an um, average sale price of two point three million, have you had a pre-settlement inspection? Have you had an issue with the building and pest where the owner has emailed you something along those lines and said, "We've got it." I like the way that they use three different adjectives to describe a poo. There yeah, was, there was poop, feces, <laughs> and what was the other one? Stool, stool, like and constipation, but, but constipation yeah. as well. So everything's going running through finally, and then all of a sudden, it blocked. It, it's blocked up. But, it's someone dumb using, you know how you right-click on a poop and then it'll give you the synonyms? Have they done that and they've just gone, yep, those three sound good, I'm going to use all of I think we're overthinking it, to be honest. <laughs> how he got to where he got well, to? Well, mate, it's, just, it's, it's kind of giving me the shit set. What we're just right now, to be honest. Like, I, mean, I feel like having a bit of a movement now. It's, it's I wouldn't me. mind. I mean, I don't want to be there to see it, but I'd, I'd be interested to know if it's actually poo that's blocked a pipe, because I haven't really heard of that before. No, because usually they're... You I'd know, go with a tree I mean, root. What are you eating? I'd yeah, I mean, we're not eating concrete. Root. I mean, that sounds like concrete oh. or tree roots or something. But to answer your question, you know what? I knew that you guys were going to put me on the spot with a couple of things today, but to be honest, and, you know, with dealing with it, with a lot of um, high net worth people that we do, and, you know, I, I still deal with, you know, the everyday person just like any anybody else would. But no, that's their assistant. You're mistaken. That's the person you're dealing with, assistant, that you talk to. That's not an entry-level person. That, that You deal with assistants of high net worth people. Assistants? <laughs> well, well they're, actually, they're actually sometimes a little bit harder to deal with. I can because, imagine. Because, you know, I, I think dealing with the sort of people that I've dealt with over the years, you know, they're, they're more direct. Mm. And, and, they're, and there's a certain way of taking them. You know, like I, I did an inspection on a, on a $14 million property the other day that we've just listed. And, 14 um, or 40? 14 million. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and that's, that's pretty sizable. Yeah, it is. It's quite a sizable home. It's a beautiful home. But 
um, you know, you, you meet these people that have done very well in life and they're very educated. And mm. I think they want to get a read on people pretty much straight away. So they don't give a whole lot of away. Like we're sitting around having a discussion now. You know, they're, they're quite, fr- you know, mm. they're there. You know, like they've got presence. And yeah. um, and I think it's it's different, you know, even when I started in real estate, you know, f- you know some 14 years ago, I, I started out in uh, down in Mudribar. You know, my average mm. sale price was 550 grand and... $600,000 and it's different, you know, like, I'll, you know, I'll, some people like to overshare and overtalk and give everything mm. away. Other people that are esteemed like to keep to themselves. People and calculated. Yeah. And less is more. I mean, I, you know, I guess you'd get that sort of email from from someone quite esteemed, you know, sitting around having a, you know, an off-air discussion like this, but maybe not to, not in a professional sense, but... Um, no, I mean, maybe they wouldn't have used as many adjectives as they know they're going to be... No, podcast. that was extremely descriptive. Yeah. <laughs> it certainly had me it thinking. It paints a picture in your head, doesn't it? How big is... I thought it was very helpful. I thought as a as an owner of a property, as a landlord, I thought he went above and beyond. Most Sounds people would be like, no. He, he actually tried to describe it. He went well, through. Well, he didn't sound he Australian, put it, it that way. No. Because th- there would have been more adjectives in there of Fs and, you know, like, yeah. you know, probably just... Yeah, it's not your typical, your typical client up that way. There would have been a few more explosives, I would imagine. But mm. um, I just think that just one one word for poo would have been good enough, I reckon. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, it, it, it definitely, you know, <laughs> paints a picture. <laughs> but, but, I mean, he, he made it. He really did... He, he really did make it as clear as shit. Yeah, oh, I, I, like, I like the way we've come to a, talk mate, to a geezer that does high end. Well, another and, well, and, and that still sat. He's talking about crap. Well, that, that's another thing. That's got to transition into something else. Another thing that the girls brought up was here we go. The Gold Coast is, you know, the destination for everyone who wants to be somebody in Australia. Uh, is it harder to deal with bankers or influencers? Look, well, obviously influences, you know, I think most of them for the better part, you know, like I was listening to a podcast, a professional one earlier, he's got about a million followers. Yeah, I know you so guys are, slightly, I know you, we're slightly, just slightly under, under. Well, slightly under, well, I know you, you know, there's people that want to advertise, we might have to have a chat after this actually, boys. Yes. Um, <laughs> see if we can get some more plugs in there for the business. Didn't even know that. Outrageous. I know. Well, you know, someone's pockets are being lined, it's not yours, yeah. obviously. Where we go there? Um... You know, I, I think some people, you know, they want that extra attention. You know, I think, you know, dealing with an influencer, which I have done in the past, and, and dealing with a businessman is vastly different, of course, because the influencer is, is putting things on social media. They're getting that instant reaction of, of, of a like or a comment or, yeah. you know, they're getting that... Giving oh, them feedback on, oh, this person didn't like your laundry. Yeah. Or, or, you know what, you know, like, why were you wearing a black T-shirt? Like, you had black pants on, that's all black. Like... Yeah. Black and white's better. It's more contrast. Yeah, you know. Right, so they write, const- write that down, Blair. Well, yeah. Blair's got black and brown on today, and, and he's got. Black I question on, that. So. I didn't. I don't really like the color. The color situation there. Well, the palette. Yeah, it's not. Uh, it's not an amazing palette, is it? It's a bloke that's woke yeah, up. Probably I shouldn't say this, but he hasn't ironed his pants either. No. <laughs> No. Um, I did not. I thought I might have that in there. coming to the jewel, mate. He's had to carry all the gear up here. We've been sitting around drinking beer. Blair's carried all the gear up. He doesn't up. have to walk. He works in a warehouse, mate, okay? No, Blair, I, I, appreciate, I appreciate you, mate, you know, and uh, I thought I might just put that in there because, you know, we're, we're talking a bit of shop, but... Last week it's the haircut now, so I don't iron my pants. Well, he does look like Dennis the Menace. Have you had, you've had a haircut, but it's still yeah. long at the front. Have you ever thought about doing something with your fringe? No, I haven't. I, just I think I've got too much forehead. To oh, not yeah. I think I've got too much yeah, brain pop, in there, mate. When you pop the lid, there is a lot of forehead yeah. under there. Pop the bonnet, 
Well, let's get back to Josh. We can, so we can hang shit on Blair any episode. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. We get down yeah, but it's to fun. the conference room with the jewel. I <laughs> know. Oh, as we see, have a beautiful backdrop of the uh, of the of the you know twenty two degrees sitting here in winter with the ocean behind us. It's billion dollar jewel development. Oh. And we're, billion and we're dollar jewel development. Fun of Blair's forehead. Yeah, we certainly are. We certainly are. But. Um, no, getting back to it, I think dealing with an influence, you know, I, I, I think, it, you know, we all carry a sense of entitlement and I'm not putting all influences in, in this category by any stretch of the imagination, but, you know, I think they carry a sense of, you know, of, of importance and, and I think because it's so publicised that, that they are mm-hmm. at that level, um, it's a lot different to dealing with a high-end businessman because, you know, usually, a, you know, a top CEO or... Or, or a CFO, they're, they're, they're generally in the background, you know, they, they mm. don't sit on social media there, but they're, um, but they're more direct to deal with. And I think, you know, that's what, that's what can set apart, you know, working in some different price ranges and areas. And I think as an agent, you know, if you do have agents that actually, actually agents that listen to this, it is called unconditional. Yeah, yeah. Um, we do have a number of agents that listen. There is yeah, I think for agents out there, you know, like when I first started in real estate, I had a principal that said, I want you to work in that area. And being you in real estate, you know, used to put the clerk shoes on every day and go out door knocking and wear them out. And I couldn't even afford to buy a new pair because I wasn't even getting paid. Mm-hmm. But um, you've got to choose your area to work in because you've got to be able to, to relate to these people. Uh, and I remember when I worked in there, I just couldn't relate to them. Yeah, and yeah. it wasn't because of any other way that, one, I didn't grow up in that area and, and two, I didn't really know that geographical yeah. location. I didn't go to school there. I didn't have anything to relate to. And I think even working in the area that I work in now and even down in Sydney, as much as I wasn't from Sydney, but I got to learn everything about it because I really had a passion for when I worked in Sydney. Well, I used to work in Willoughby Artarman and Chatswood around there. And, um, you know, I, I, I did so much research and, and developed a passion for these old terrace homes, mm. you know, like... You know, not like the old Queensland, as you see up here, but, you know, those beautiful old, yeah. you know, cottages and, you know, that were built in World War Two that have been completely transformed, full brick bungalows and, and um, you know, beautiful polished timber floors that have been retained from, you know, going back in the back in those times. Yeah. And, you know, people have had the passion and, the, and the, got really high-end architects in to come and recreate these homes. And I think... Spent more than they probably had to, but they just the passion in the property. Well, the passion in the property, and I think where they live, you know, yeah. like in Sydney, it's you know, it's not. I was going to say it's similar to the Gold Coast, but it's <laughs> it's chalk and cheese Sydney to here. Mm. But um, you know, down there when you own a home like that, you know, it's it's a lot of hard work. And I think coming up here and and trying to get yourself into a market. I mean, I grew up, you know, I grew up in Broadbeach Waters. That's all I know. I went to the local school there, and and. Um, you know, that's where I always sort of saw myself. But in my mind, I didn't see myself there until I really took that leap of faith and, and said, no, I'm going to make it happen and I'm going to really put my roots into this area and do everything I possibly can Yeah. Um, and potentially go broke trying to do it. Yeah. And I've only been in the area now for a couple of years and, um, you know, with a lot of assistance from the company that I work in and, and, and the people that work around me... Um, and even the clients that I get to deal with, I mean, I've learned so much, and I think I've failed so much more than, 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 than anything, you know, over this last few years in my journey to even get to where I am today. Where, yeah. you know, I've written more than I have in, in in my whole career, and I've and I've learnt more. And I think it comes down to dealing with, you know, high-profile people, but you're also dealing with people that 
that you know like I sold a deceased estate going back a year or so ago and you know they inherited the property they were from the outskirts of Melbourne from like near Hoppers Crossing yeah. and they were just your runner how you going mate you know we don't pay buddy two and a half percent or three percent well, you should have got there. me in to translate well I was thinking of you before you know like they wanted someone to work for like one percent and pay for all the marketing and <laughs> I drop fire the car you know they were so afraid of living in this beautiful well it wasn't I wouldn't say it was a beautiful home but look it was in a really good straight old home you know the parents had lived there they were hoarders and used to own like a second hand store and trade it was like you couldn't even walk through the home but you could sleep in the bed and they said Josh, we don't actually want to sleep in the house while we're getting it ready because we just, we, we had so much love and passion for when my parents lived in here yeah. that we don't want to disrupt the energy that's inside the house. We're going to, we've bought a caravan to sleep outside while, while we're renovating. And, they, and I said, well, how long are you planning on embarking on this journey, so-called, you know, so-called journey, as they said to me? And I said, well, it's going to take us nine to 12 months. So I went back around there the next week and lo and behold, there was, it wasn't a caravan. It's like, when you think of caravan, you think, you know, chuck it on the back of the Land yeah. Cruiser and, yeah. you know, drive up, you Expander. know. Yeah, or, you yeah, know. It was another dwelling, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, what it was, he, he had a hold in Colorado. Um, if you're listening to this today, you, if you know who you are, I have full respect for you, you know, it was, it was a great yeah, setup. Are as well. But it was just a hold in Colorado and they just chucked it like a little, um, like, a, like a tin looking cut out camper on the back of it and they had to climb up a ladder to get into bed Mate, I, I, had I, no will facilities. Guess, I, will, I will take out on a hunch here and say they didn't wait nine to twelve months to sell that no no no, no. i mean well, <laughs> well being, being a real estate agent we're there to influence and lead by Correct. you know from the front so i said look you don't want to miss the market yeah maybe we need to get some assistance in here and uh yeah. no 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 we're doing it all ourselves and i'd go i'd pop around and see them every week because they were just such lovely people as well and I could see that they were having, generally having a few, you know, a, a few hiccups and, you know, they didn't know a lot of people here coming from Melbourne and obviously we had COVID and different things and, you know, I, I was popping in there once a week just to sort of give them a helping hand before I actually even signed it up. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I deal with, you know, those you people that come from interstate, you, you know, bases. I cover all, but, you know, working, you know, working working for that upper end of the market it, it's quite enjoyable to be honest with you yeah. you know you're having educational conversations with these people you know and you're and, and they, know, they know what they want they've probably been there they've done it before they know the process they know the steps they know the stages i know a lot of the things that me and shane have issues with is you know you're dealing with first home buyers that spoke to their grandmother at last you know last weekend uh, over over breakfast and grandma's like oh you should buy a house yeah just just ring the agent he'll find you something mm. Yeah, don't uh, worry about the mortgage broker or the finance yeah, or having yeah, money in the bank. Just go straight no. to the agent. They take bottle yeah. tops these days on the yeah. open market. Yeah. You know, have you got Bitcoin, son? Yeah. So <laughs> it's, I can imagine that, that would be refreshing dealing with people that if they say to you, we have the means, you know, we're in a position where we can purchase this property, you're almost going to probably take it at face value. Where we've got to jump through a number of hoops before we put offers in front of, um, well, our clients anyway. Well, you know, you know, doing the work that I did, you know, that lustrous work I did out of the uh, the upper Coomera, yeah. obviously out there. I've experienced life out there. Um, you know, the Audi used to sort of chug up to the office, going, oh, God, you know, we're here for <laughs> all day again. Or, don't leave me, yeah, don't leave me here, son. <laughs> but you know, like it was, you know, working out there. You know, it's it's a good. You, you've got a real community feel out there and I generally mean that like you speak to people and they speak about Rob next door and Shirley across the road and you know Archie the dog jumped over the fence the other day and you know like you, you hear of these more heartwarming stories where like down where I work like we we hear more about that but it's more I guess it's a little bit more educational yeah and 
it's it's that they're asking more questions like you said that they know what they want you know they're getting especially down here they're probably getting 10 times more um more thrown in their face from agents especially yeah. at the moment with with the way that the market is um but you know in saying that yeah they they know exactly what they want they're, they're a little bit more educated they've been there before um and it's just I, I guess it's still about helping them you know like these people mm. you know like like a lawyer if you know if he if you know if, if he was to go and sell a car he'd probably go down the road and get a help from the get a hand from the car salesman to give, yeah, him, yeah. give him some tips about what he really needed to focus on if he was to list it for sale when he was going to buy a new car it's just like these people they still need to questions answered you know what's the market doing that's a general question that we all get what's yeah the best you know way to sell it? what's the best way to sell it auction you get paid quicker there's a few other reasons uh, for any homeowners out there's a few other reasons <laughs> Unconditional, yeah. straight away. Yeah. Name your podcast. There we go. Yeah. We're getting paid, baby. We're That's getting paid, right, baby. We're getting, We're getting paid, paid, baby. We're not getting paid private treaty. Oh, there's uh, something wrong with that. And, and auction, uh, you know, we spoke about before. Shane's had a few results. I've, uh, I've listed a number of auctions. But, uh, I mean, if I think if every single agent on the Gold Coast, and obviously the laws are different between Queensland and New South Wales, and we can't uh-huh. give price guides. And, I mean, if you can touch on that, but let's keep this a bit more lighthearted. We're not going to go too serious. It's absolutely bullshit, in my opinion. But... If we could give all price guys in Queensland, and if every agent bought into the auction process, I, I'm of the belief, and I spoke to you know, a lot of people high up in the industry, and they're of the belief that our our average sale price would increase dramatically just by engaging in that auction process across the board. Well, I, I think with the price guide, like working down in Sydney, we gave price guides. So yeah. if mm-hmm. we listed a property, you go and sit in front of a client, you give them comparables between two and two and a half. You know, these are the four comparables. Where do you think your property sits? Well, look, ours is renovated. That one had a bigger block, that smaller block. We're probably, if we can get 235 to 245, I think we'd be doing quite well. So, you know, when I worked down there, in especially in 2013, 14, 15, the market was really good. So we were literally selling properties a million dollars above reserve. Yeah. Like, quite literally. It was just crazy. Like, everyone got on board. Uh, you know, interest rates had dropped back quite considerably and it was viable for people. And... Giving a price guide down there used to give a price guide ten percent lower than what the owners wanted, or where you felt as though it was going to sell, and you would make that known to the owner yeah. as part of your strategy, because you knew it was ultimately going to get there. But you also want to get that attraction from the buyers, and I think in the day and age that we're living in right now, people want information, and yeah. I think mm-hmm. the way that the way that us real estate agents get better in our in our industry and 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 honing on our, on our own craft as individual agents. I think, you know, everyone wants transparency and they want information. And I think mm. the more information we can give to a buyer and, and the more information that we can give about a suburb or about the home or about the neighbours or, you know, the, you know what's, what significant sales have sold in the proximity of a home, it adds value in the buyer's mind. And, in, and they're not just being treated like another number. Like, yeah. oh, hi, Robbie, here you going? Name and phone number. Come on three mates, you've got four bedrooms on the lower level. You guys don't sell two-story homes out there. You've got a master suite on top. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's look- true. <laughs> <laughs> master suite was- on top for us is like a like a little bit of a bird, bird yeah. case. <laughs> yeah, and it's got a Juliet balcony. Yeah. I'll yeah, no, I was just gonna say, because people listen to this that don't really they're not in real estate. A price guide in New South Wales, you can put prices on auction properties to give the buyers a range. When someone rings us, we pretty much have to say, look, we can't give you a price guide and essentially try and get their budget out of them and then go, 
this one should be a bit which interesting. which never happens. Like you, you ask if someone asked me what's your budget as an agent, I'd say, well, you're just trying to steal off me. Yeah, you know, like you know, like I'm not going to tell you my budget. You yeah. tell me the price. You know, and but they don't understand, it, and and that's where the conditioning and, and education level from buyers needs to. It's be It's educating. Mate. It's education. So you know, yeah. it's, it's <laughs> one. Like it goes, yeah. I might write some stuff down. Yeah, here. yeah. I hope you're taking all these notes. I feel like I'm being too real estate for your podcast. Well, well, mate, well, 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 we've got an agent here on the phone. Typical agent, Polo yeah. Ralph Loren. You know, sweater yeah. on jeans. He's not, he's yeah. not from Pimpama. What's nah. he doing? He could be. Get him in. We'll do him next. He hasn't got airpods. <laughs> He'll get back, back episode. Plug ones for your phone. So, oh, mate, um, in, re- in regards to, we'll bring it back a little bit to you know numbers and stuff that people just you know quick answers that people resonate with on this podcast <coughs> because our attention span, as uh, Shannon and myself's attention span, is pretty low as it is. So is mine. Certainly, some of our listeners, mate. High sale price either in well in New South Wales. Firstly, when you were involved in, wasn't have to be exclusively yours, but something that you're involved in. Yeah, we were in. I, I worked when I worked out in New South Wales, and uh, I worked for a for a team. You know, we used to sell 110 properties a year, average sale price two million dollars, and uh, you know, our, our the area that we worked in was around two and a half million average sale price. But we did sell one over in over in um, Northbridge at the time. Does it make you a little bit sick after sell five houses for one of those sales? I feel, yeah, there'd be a lot of work involved. Like it, it's making, it's making me think like I don't work as hard. But He's I holding do. back a smile here. I'm looking at him. He really <laughs> is thinking you're an idiot. You're an idiot. <laughs> is, there, is, there, is there any guilt at all? <laughs> well, mate, put it this way. You're probably earning more now than when you were selling tents. So, That's, yeah, I'm you doing know, right. So, like... 75,000, Shay. Still yeah. there? Still on that figure? Yeah, still at 75. Still looking at maybe up at this financial year. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I give a lot of it to charity, obviously. <laughs> Real estate agent, podcaster, yep, yep, soup kitchen attendee, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Back to um, back to your high sale price. <laughs> no, yeah. Oh yeah, sorry. Back to me. Back to me. Um, my high my high sale price here in be, New South Wales. Oh, in New South Wales, uh, it was just it was just shy of thirteen million. Wow. Um, it was just shy of thirteen million. It was just a, it was a stock standard five bedroom home in Northbridge, overlooking the water there. Um. It wasn't anything special, to be honest with you. Right. Um, and how long ago was that? Uh, well, I've been back here now, coming on two and a half, three years. So it would have been about four and a half years ago now. And yeah. with the market, we've been through thirteen million. Just you know, just throw a figure out there based on your knowledge of that. What do you think that property would be worth now? Oh well, with north the growth, yeah, north of twenty, definitely. Yeah, with the mark, with the way the market is or has been down in Sydney, absolutely. Mm. Uh, I mean, my brother works down there in Mossman, and uh, you know, some insights do come through from social media from people that I follow as well. Um, yeah, the market's been pretty good down there. Yeah. And something similar to that property that you just mentioned, you know, attributes, bedroom, land size, blah blah blah, on the Gold Coast, whether it's river, or ocean, what would that be worth in in today's money on the Gold Coast? That Probably could, five or six mil. Yeah. Yeah, the, val- the value's up here. Really, oh, definitely, know. definitely, hundred percent, hundred percent. But my bit, my high sale price here on the Gold Coast would be four point three million. A property I sold in Mermaid Waters. It was a home built by GJ Gardner. Shout out Can to GJ. GJ. He's going to build GJ. Well, I thought it was you know JJ Richards, GJ. You know the rubbish removals. but it's not. He's probably owned it. GJ Gardner Homes. Both of them probably do all right. Yeah, and we we got that one away off market actually, just to a buyer that myself and my colleague have been working with, and and the owners were looking to get about four point one. Actually, they were quite high up there with with cyber security. They were actually lovely to deal with again. A family that had done quite well for themselves, and uh, yeah, we ended up getting away for four point three off and, market. And, and yeah, and set a suburb record for my 
for Mermaid Waters. And was yeah. that a client that you'd just been dealing with, checking in every two, three, no, and you're under 70 phone calls a day, probably every month? To be honest, I'd only been working down there for a short amount of time and it was just a, um, it was just a name and a, a number that came across the desk and gave a call to and the typical, you know... If you find the right buyer, give us a call. No, no, the, the typical, I'm not interested. Well, oh. what are you not interested in? You know, like... Well, I'm not interested in real estate. Okay, well, look, if we had someone that was that described your home, would you want me to bring them through or sell them something else? Write this down, Blair. Um, and that's basically how we sold it, you yeah. know. But it was a struggle to get them to commit to the paperwork and everything. Like, it wasn't easy. It wasn't just to come in and, uh, you know, slap the contract on the table. It took a lot of time and effort to get it across the line. But um, That's good stuff. God, you're, you're lucky you're on this road trip with us. He's in his first six months and he's learning all these things, Blair. That's it, finding all the inside. You'll see him in a year, he'll be reducing that script. It's certainly a correlation. No matter what market you're in, we, we have the same job at the end of the day. So the dialogue and the, and the well, scripts or just, it's not even that, it's just a conversation. But you know, we're here to help a problem or, or, or help someone in who, who has, a, has an issue. I mean, I get every week I get requests to go on podcasts. And, I can imagine. And, and I've, I say no to them all. And, but, the, you know, one of the reasons why I said yes to, obviously, yourselves, you know, we've, you know, we had a lot of good banter around the office and, mm. and, and a lot of fun when I worked up there. Shane, thanks for paying my hourly wage. Spent most of the time laughing with the boys in the back. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like, you two, are, you know, you've, again, you know, you, you can just have a conversation with anyone. And I think, you know, that's the that's skill of, of, of any good person, really, not just an agent, not in any field, whether you're, my first job was at Woolies packing the apples and if I was nice to a customer they used to pick up an extra couple of apples and shareholders would be really happy but mm. um, I think just being good with people is is probably the kindest thing that anyone could do in any industry that's that's the trick that's, no, it's not even a trick and, and, and making people laugh you know I think so many times we sit around a sterile dining room table and you know we have a conversation of auction or private treaty and and um, oh, yeah. you know, it usually ends in tears for the agent because he gets lost in what he's saying. Um, but I think when you have a bit of a joke, it actually keeps you on track because you're true. happy and you actually build a bit oh, of momentum within yourself. Having a sense of humour makes it a lot easier because otherwise, if you, it'd just be boring for yourself as well. Oh, it's another lounge room. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. The old dribble. Yeah. I'm but sitting on you another have chair. A joke with them and go. You know, have a good time, and they they appreciate it. It really loosens the mood, especially when you you know. What like that email that Robbie read out before with that yeah. guy's stool? Yeah, yeah, the stool like. Why don't you... You wouldn't know. At least in presentation, you wouldn't open with that. <laughs> Look, I've got a good case study here. Why don't, um, we, why don't we have a fundraiser for that person so we can get the medical help? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, we, we could we have could something actually. here. We could have... Um, we might be able to put it out there. We might yeah. put it there. I don't know. Go, go fund me, you know. Um, like a live aid for this bloke. Go cleanse me. Get the plumbing fixed. Get his plumbing fixed. Well, it sounds like the plumbing needs to go and do a bit of work and get the plunger out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sounds like he's a bit backed like up. Yeah, he needs sounds... to take a bit of his own advice. I know. Get, we'll get, we could even just pass the hat around and maybe get him a portaloo. Uh, then there's no plumbing involved at all. Josh can donate. I'll, well, call I'll Kenny. Off, um, <laughs> oh, Kenny off... Um, what's yeah. that movie called? Yeah, that just, old... It's called, it's called <laughs> Kenny. It's called Kenny, is it? I remember watching it for the first time when I was in Melbourne. I went down there with my brothers like when I was a teenager and we were so fascinated by this bloke, Kenny, that used to go and shove a plunger down Dunny's. Remember the time at the festival? I thought he was real. But, you know, it was humour. Like, I thought it was real too because the way that he displayed it in the movie, like, he's like, oh, geez, that bloke must have had a big carry last night. It was this big hole that someone had bloody singed in the door with, you know, put on fire and and he's laughing and he's laughing that someone had a curry, you know. Shane Jacobson. Yeah. Aussie icon now. Yeah, Aussie icon, you know, and, uh, you know, goes out to see his grandfather. He's 20 cents. Put that in your kick. Like, what's a kick? Like, put that in your kick. (laughs) 
yeah, yeah. Like, put in your gig, like, that's your house deposit, mate. Yeah, that's yeah. it, get yeah. into it. That, that was the thrippance back in my days, and it went to a penny. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, yeah. there's, uh, that's 20 cents, son. Didn't you know, realise like, you're such a big fan of the movie. Yeah, yeah. like, to be <laughs> honest, I've watched, it, I've watched it, I've watched <laughs> it a few <laughs> times, to be honest. I don't know why. movies of us in higher end. I don't know why, I don't know if it was, you know... You know the way that I the way that I grew up. You know, like we I didn't grow up in a fancy house or grow up with the fast cars or, or anything like that. And you know, we we grew up in a very modernist home. And I think, you know, that movie relates to the uh, to a modest Aussie. You know, yeah, like he's just yeah. ba- he's battling away. You know, shoveling yeah. shit, so to speak. You know, driving a truck and um, and he's. He's doing his best, you know. He's carrying right. his son around. The ex-wife doesn't want to know him. Throw him and Daryl. Throw him and Daryl Kerrigan in the same room, and I'll be happy. Yeah. yeah. So just. Uh, <laughs> Oh, I could sit here and talk forever about that movie. Uh, I'm the castle, of course. Why don't we do that? The castle. That, that, oh, that, I'll tell him he's dreaming, mate. I, 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 yeah. oh, it's like, really, how oh. much of that? No, I'll tell him he's, he's dreaming, dreaming, mate. You know, don't oh, we hear that every day? Oh, how honest. much is this one here? Oh, we're asking 2.6. What? Like... <laughs> Where's the owner got? Well, he's got it from the sky. You know, it's blue yeah. today. He's he's woken up. He wants two point six. You know, but you know, I wish we could sometimes say, "Oh, mate, you know, tell him he's dreaming. Tell him, mate, you're dreaming of that." You know, like, but no, if it's out there, we'll get it for you. You know, yeah. if you want that, we'll we'll. we'll let's, you know, it's worth having a go on this. Yeah, time. you know, let's trust in the process. Let's I sometimes ask follow Blair, the pro- follow yeah. the process. The proceeds will come, guys. Oh wow, preach, <laughs> preach it, preach it as he shakes his head into the mic. Yeah. <laughs> I sometimes ask Blair to make a few calls to me to owners, and uh, he looks at me and goes, "Rob, I just." dug a hole so he's my he's my car so i love i love him he's a good kid yeah uh um, well oh, blair gave us a bit of an insight you know he seems like he's got a good heart he used to work in uh, the aged care sector oh. as we like to call it um 24 hour shifts yeah yeah now gave he works a bit 24 of an hours a day at uh, fucking real estate yeah. uh, it's pretty much similar really because you, you know you're trying to make sense of something that you're saying but you're not and you're not being understood yeah. uh <laughs> That's it. At least in the other profession, there was a there was a reason why they weren't understanding me. <laughs> <laughs> Have you taken your medication today, Margaret? Yeah. Because you're not you're looking at me with glazed eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And an hour before an appraisal, make sure you take your medication. I'm on my way. Do you have a tip for us this week? While we, because we can wrap it up. We'll wrap it up. Yeah. I just want to ask one more question, though. Your average marketing campaign for million dollar properties, Josh, down here uh, on the uh, up where we are, it's probably two five to three five. Uh, what would you be looking at? You got some really polished videos online, and if you want, you feel free to throw out your Facebook page and stuff. But it, if you want to hold that back, I'm my handle. Oh, it's just my first and last name. Yeah, you'll find me on all the portals. Say or spell. We can't say or spell it. Um, average marketing, just just for those agents that do work in the industry, um, what are you looking at down here? Oh, average and most expensive you've you've dragged out of somebody. Um, actually, I just signed it up last week. It's probably worth about five or six million in Broadbeach Waters of you know a, a blue chip property on a, on a great sized block of land with about ninety meters of water frontage. Um, we'll be heading towards auction. Um, for that one, there we did everything. So bulletin everything that. Ticked every single box that come in at around 12,000. 12,000? Yeah. The so average campaign that we would do, um, you know, with Bulletin, you know, a few pages of Bulletin, which is, you know, we believe is quite... A Excuse me. You're right. My, my Mount Franklin watermelon sparkling oh, underwater yeah. is getting to me. Um, sparkling what, must be nice. Yeah, the bubbles in it, you know. Um, so 12,000. Yeah, 12,000. I mean, we've had budgets come through the office. You know, we recently sold a, a, a property down towards Byron for 22 and and... 
you know, some of the campaigns that we ever do, you know, in the inner city here, you know, Paradise Waters around there, you know, can be upwards of, of 20, of 20,000, 25,000. Um, your, 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 your marketing campaigns, our deposits. Yeah. What's your, what's your marketing campaign, Robert? My, well, mo- you know, my highest one ever in seven years. Uh, not your highest, just your average. Oh, average is probably t- 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 two, Four, two, five. My highest ever is. Yeah, that'll get you on the net down here, mate. Six. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so do, you want, do, do you want brochure signboard? Do you want brochure signboard domain? Mate, everything that, else. That's everything yeah. covered. What, what would what would be your real estate dot com premiere down here? Our real estate dot com premiere average around twenty five, twenty six hundred. Mm. Okay, so that's that's an extra grand on top of us. That's 33 percent on top of us. Yeah. Geez, you could be the numbers, mate. You should that, have been an accountant. That's yeah. good. No, I'm going to see my bank account. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't like well, it. So all, all, all percentage is 75% not true anyway. That just rattled out. Um, but, but the average one down here, you know, isn't that much more expensive, really. It's, you know, it's about that sort of five and a half to $6,000. Bullity bumps, bully bumps it up. Is that for one weekend? Is that for the duration of the auction campaign leading up to the auction? Four weeks, three week auctions? What do you do here? Well, we generally put... You know, we generally put two, two to three weeks in the bulletin. You know, we'll do three weeks and, you know, auction either midweek or, or on the Saturday. So we'll put three pages in there and, and we'll do everything else as as, um, as required. But, you know, I think where we really focus on as well is obviously, you know, like you guys up there, actually, you you know, your agency's doing some great work and both of you guys are in your video and, and, and photo space at the moment. I think that's where, um, you know, we're, we're captivating a lot of audiences, you know, and being a bit more creative in that sense. And that does. Social media, highly driven? Um, yeah, we do have social media. We've got an in-house social media department, so that is very cost-effective for us. But yeah, we do we do spend a lot on social media. Yeah, we do get a lot. Got a few listings off Instagram, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was, I thought it was one of my mates playing a prank on me. To be honest, like oh, I'm looking to sell my house, and, and he felt writing back. I, I, Okay, yeah. where are you? And like he wrote back saying, I live in Broadbeach Waters. And I'm like, oh, this is, yeah. no, this it's is definitely Shane a mate of mine. This is Shane Perry. <laughs> no, because it came to it like three in the morning because he lived over in the UK. And I'm like, oh, I wake up in the morning. I'm like, oh, this is a bit of a joke. You know, like someone's, you know, having a bit of a prank at me. But, you know, come to, come to, you know, follow the rabbit down the hole. He had a $2 uh, million property that I sold in Broadbeach Waters for him off Instagram. Wow. Yeah. Okay. See, no matter, every every opportunity's there. Just keep your keep your eyes the on your work, of the ground. The luckier you get. Shano, any closing statements from you, mate? We don't need to worry about what's cheesed you off this week no. because no, no, you're no. probably driving down here with Blair no, in, in the Batmobile. No. That's probably cheesed you off. Well, you could barely get out of the car. Yeah, I couldn't get yeah, out. He was I compl- had pins and needles in both That's my what he legs. said. I only had to go and get the... <laughs> my legs were so sore. Blair would know what this is. a zimmer frame for him. Yeah, I, you can't get out of it. It's quite incredible that 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 a good brand like Toyota's gone out and built a car where it gives you pins and needles. Well, it's I an mean, awesome It's car. got a spoiler. It's got you know like. Were you blown actually, away by the spoiler? I was actually quite impressed. You know, they're actually a pretty neat package that Toyota's put out there. It's like the smaller version of a Supra, you'd say. That's it. It's pretty zippy. Yeah. Yeah. He's okay. always um, mate, nice on the inside, just hard to get out. Hard to get out. <laughs> nice on the inside, but hard on the yeah. out. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little bit of blue, a little um, bit of blue. <laughs> Are you going to hit your intro, Blair? The brand new intro that uh, we had someone we've paid big money for? Paid big money for this. Hit the I intro. Do, I do. I, and I, then I, as we come out of this, sorry, Shane, as we, as we come out of this, I want to hit you with a tip, but before we do it, go, Shane, far away. I do have a story, but we can, we can cut it. But um, so. With so this is going. This is very. This story is quite like ironic, ironic that I'm, we're talking to you. That that beer's starting to rub off on me. It's not a beer. It's actually a sochu. Six percent. I thought I might give you an extra few percent on top of the yeah, beer. Yeah, good. Sort of, thank you. You know, um, so put a bit of lemon in the throat. The lemon. Yeah, the lemon. So, so this right. That's it. Property ads, right? We sometimes will steal copy from. <laughs> 
properties <laughs> in Mossman, right? Mossman. In New South Wales. Yep. Yep. So I'm paid. guilty of it. I am. Hey. Like we, so what we do is no one ever reads the ads. People always inquire all day long. They haven't what, read the ads. What property did you list that's similar in, to Mossman? Oh, no, this is worse than that. Just yeah. wait till I finish. So what I've done is, <laughs> we, is we, used to, we used to copy and, so copy and paste it and then change the wording to suit Pimpamar as opposed to, oh, this beautiful house on the waterfront in Mossman. Yeah, We'd then, looking straight through Bradley's head. So what I did, so when I moved back to these guys' office, I, um, they're like, they were hounding me for weeks. You need your bio. You need your bio. And I thought to myself, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'm going to go to Mossman and steal <laughs> someone else's bio. So next time you're online, read your brother's bio, then read mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's obviously done something well for you because oh, he's right. been doing a right down in right Sydney. Right. You know? Very close. Cool. Cool. You know? got Shane poached. You got Shane poached by the You know, I've actually got office. a confession to make myself. I've never actually told anyone this, but when I actually came... When I went down to Sydney, you know, I thought I'm moving to Sydney. I need like my profile, like, is not very lustrous. Like I wrote it when I first start started, and uh, I actually copied one of the top agents from Danny Melbourne. Yeah. And to this day, no one's ever found out. No. Because, you know, it's not. It'd be flattering for your brother to know that. I'm, I'll, I'm going to send him a text after this. Let him know. I go, mate. Someone's actually plagiarized plagiarised and copied text, and, and, like, oh, and that's yeah, copyright. Like in Perth. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's call the bloke in Perth. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, how many real estate agents out there have actually got have actually sat down and actually written? Oh, it's because, because you know, there's those because there's those people, right? And this is what annoys me. Well, you've got to know who you are to write a good copy. But like the people that care about copy? writing copy don't do the hard stuff, like no. the 170 phone calls a week. They'll spend a whole week writing the bio. Oh, and asking everyone in the office whether it works. Well, right? no, I mean, most of us write down, you know, I go home every night, I've got a wife named Sharon, I've got two kids, and yeah. like, no one wants to hear that. I don't care about that. I like going water skiing on Mossman, Mossman <laughs> uh, Gord. Uh, uh, down yeah. at the bay, underneath yeah. the Seaford Bridge, it opens up automatically. That's and what then I like doing. ski out through the heads on a Sunday afternoon in my 50-foot Mustang. Have I edited everything in that? Probably not well enough. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple of agents out there that listen to this going... Shit. I've lost Why didn't I do to, that? I've, yeah, they're, they're thinking that and they're going, geez, I've lost listings to Shane. This is a bit embarrassing. Uh, especially the poor 5K guy. Or they're thinking, <laughs> oh, I haven't got any listings. Maybe it's because of my profile. Agent t- tip of the day, agents, go out there and rewrite your profile. Copy. Copy hello, and paste. Hello to Copy Josh's brother Mitchell if he's listening. Let's go to your tip, Blair, and wrap this up. Hit the intro, Blair. Because his tip, his tip is on your lips. Because his tip, his tip is on your lips because his tip is on your lips. Well, you face it, so just take it and smile. Just like you say tits. That's the first time we've actually heard that. I, <laughs> and you reversed what I said last week. I did reverse what you said. That was there was some mistranslation. Uh, the people's tip was meant to be on your lip, and now you've made it sound like your tip's going to be on oh their no, lip. I know. I do apologise. We've, 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 we've got a next. We've got a god Yeah. So because I said, Robbie, you're going to sing him a, a, a bio. Just put him on the spot and uh, for, for his sing. And I go, aren't you going with like Hall and Oates's, and then changed it to your tip. His tip, his tip is on your lips, that sort of thing. I was thinking more diesel, but Josh is sitting there going, is he saying tits or oh, yeah. tits? I noticed it's MA15, but like, but you've really... But I didn't realise until I then sung it at the end of his tip that it sound rude. It did, yeah. It had yeah. a couple of... Yeah, like, it uh, sounds like there's God bless, God bless my mate. He's, he's a musician. He's not a singer, as we've just heard. Yeah. But like, God bless him just for throwing that together. Yeah. I'll give him a plug. What's his business? That's it. We'll uh, get- I don't have one. Uh, just. <laughs> 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 
How has he not been discovered, I wonder? We've got some talent hidden on the Gold Coast here. Like, look at what you boys have just invested in. So that's where your advertising money from this podcast is going. Blair is spending it wisely. Tip, Shane, I've got a tip for you. Stop giving Blair money because he's fucking wasted it. He's blowing it. Now we're getting sponsors on board. Give us your tip of the day. Give it to us, Blair. It better be good this week. Oh, look, we'll try. We'll try. Look, agents, don't be shy to do your vendor reports. You've probably not had to do them much, but there's been a few agents in our office who are always sitting there complaining, oh, I just, you know, I've got this offer, but it's not what the owner wants. It's not high enough. It's like, have you been doing the vendor reports? Have you been giving them the feedback where Uh the market's telling them their property is? Uh You've not had to do it at the beginning of the year? We need to be doing it again now. Oh, God. He's been in the industry six I'm, months. That's, yeah, I've gotten excited by that. That's uh, No, that's gold, honestly. That's gold. Josh pays someone to do his vendor reports. He's got no idea what that is. <laughs> to, be, to be fair, so have I now, so don't tell me that. But, you know. I just speaking to the phone. I just talked to the dictaphone. Here you go. There's, no, no, I'm joking. <laughs> I actually still do them, honestly, you know, and uh, we haven't been doing them. And, you know, like we all get complacent. The market's been oh. very good. And I think... That couldn't actually be a better tip. There's a lot of the trainers at the moment going around, you know, and backing that up. We need to start. We do them. That's how we're we're averaging three, four bidders a house. Yeah. Well, mate, I need to come up there and spend some time with you boys mate, because, please. you know, like, oh, we're certainly not getting that many down Bring here. Because we're getting Bring five or six down, down here. <laughs> 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 I need to come up there and get next yeah. three or four. In those tight pants that you'd get, that people would be interested in you up there. So just... You well, know. mate, I've got to hold everything together, you know, the tighter the pant, the more you can, you know, the more, you know, it paints a picture, yeah, is what does, I'm trying to say. It does paint a picture. You know, it, it, paint, it tells a thousand words. Yeah. Well, I think that's a good note to finish on Josh's junk, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we, we were going to talk about a tip, and now we have. <laughs> Thanks very yeah. much for inviting us down here, Josh, getting us through security, checkpoints, mate, it's, it's a pleasure, great to see you again. Next time I see you, hopefully it's um, uh, we'll have a beer and we'll look after each other over the bar. Mate, Shano, good to see you again, buddy. It's been the first time in a little while. We had a week off last week. I know. Keep Here going we go. well. It's Employ your third assistant and we'll catch you next week. Blair, as always, mate. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, Cheers boys. Over. Thanks, Joshy. Over. Cheers, boy, bye.